This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Oakland Athletics have concluded their season, and now it is time to look back at what went right, what went wrong, and what needs to happen in order for things to get better next year. So I am Allison Footer. Let's talk to Jane Lee about all of that. Uh, Jane, one of those seasons that I don't think it was terribly shocking for anybody who had sort of looked at the makeup of the club going into the season. Um, obviously, that's very disappointing on, on many fronts. Um, so, I, I mean, if you had to pinpoint, like, one thing, that really sort of derailed things maybe in the first half. Uh, what would you say that is, if that's putting you on the spot? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you, you, you kind of have to look at all of the injuries um, that they had. I mean, from the get-go, they were without um, a lot of pieces um, that they expected to be in their rotation. Um, Felix Dubron had to have Tommy John surgery. Chris Bassett only made a few starts before he had to have Tommy John surgery. Jared Parker never threw a pitch for them. Neither did Henderson Alvarez, even though they were thinking he would be back by May. Um, and, and and then you had Sonny Gray, who dealt with his own injuries um, a little bit in the first half and, and a lot of it in the second half. Um, and really the rotation was just decimated um, within a couple months into the season. And they were already, you know, trying to just kind of piece together um, a starting five, and I think you know the inconsistencies in the rotation um, spelled big, big troubles for them early on, and they just kind of dug themselves um, in, in too big of a hole to climb out of. Because we saw, um, even as the season wore wore on, that you know the offense there was bright spots. I mean, they were definitely inconsistent too. Um, it seemed like you know one day they would score five runs. Um, and, in an inning, seven runs the next inning, and the next day they could be shut out. Um, and, you know, I, I think that we saw the, the losing streaks were too long, the winning streaks were too short. They just kind of never gained um, any kind of momentum. And I think, you know, it kind of goes back to those those early injuries. Um, and, of course, um, particularly with Sonny, just because this is a guy that, um, you know, they did expect to be able to lean on. And, and when your rotation's already dealing with, with so much um, adversity and you don't have that guy to lean on every fifth day. Um, it was just kind of a mess from the start. Yeah. I'm looking at their depth chart right now and the list of una- like we, we list unavailable and then like notes right next to that. And the list of unavailable players is actually so long that it's running off the page. So I can't actually do that. Last I have day. noticed that before. <laughs> So I guess, I mean, no matter how much minor league depth you have, no matter how hard you try to keep replenishing this, I mean, there's no way that any team, um, you know, you look like kind of a powerhouse team, like the Texas Rangers. I mean, like even last year with all their injuries or two years ago with all their injuries. I mean, there's no way that any team could overcome all of these. Oh, my God. There's like seven guys on the 60s ADL. 
I mean, that's oh yeah, I mean, they're going to have to cleaning house this off season will actually be <laughs> quite the project just because there's there's so many guys on the 60 day DL. Um, I think they used the DL. I think it was a record, like an open record, 27 times, I believe, 27, 28, something like that. Um, and they, they set a record. I think that says it all. Um, just And, you know, I was talking about a team, too, that, um, you know, unlike the Rangers, um, you know, they can't just, when a guy goes down, they can't just, you know, go out and, and grab a Jonathan Lucroy, um, mm-hmm. you know, or a Carlos Beltran, um, you know, they just don't have those resources. They kind of have to make do with what they have. Um, and I think that they, you know, they tried to do their best. It was just, it was just way, way too much to overcome. Yeah. So when you look at the lineup, uh, like you, I mean, you said, it was decent. I mean, they, they had also a little bit of uh, turmoil with players fighting each other and giving each other concussions, but, um, I mean, it's average, an average lineup, would you say like decent? Yeah, just you know, they they have um and they have several good pieces in there. I mean, what Chris Davis did, um, I don't think can be overstated. It's kind of a shame the season they had just because, you know, he's probably not going to get the the type of national ten- attention that he deserves for doing what he did. I mean, having a 40 home run season, um, especially as an A's player, isn't easy to do when you're playing half your home games in the Coliseum, um, and that is not a hitter-friendly ballpark. And it just seemed like, I mean, I don't think any ballpark can really contain um, the type of power that Chris Davis has. And um, I think his season, uh, I mean, the average wasn't there. Um, You know, the strikeouts were up, but I think that was kind of come to be expected with a guy like him. But the fact that he comes over first season in the American League and has a 40 home run season um, and and really came to enjoy Oakland. I think he's actually um, sticking around the Bay Area in the offseason because he loves Oakland so much. And, you know, you you don't get too many guys that come over um, and have the type of success they have and and really embrace everything that, you know, uh, Oakland offers, whereas, um, you know, a lot of players in the league, um, you know, see – a lot of things he loves as disadvantages. Um, so I think his season was something, you know, worth noting. And um, that's definitely a piece going forward. I mean, they have him under club control for three more seasons. So you, know, you look at the offense and you have that stability in your middle of the lineup. Um, that is big there, but around him, there are a lot of questions going into the off season. And what about the bullpen? Um, looking at the names here, seem to be there's some there's some consistency, some inconsistency overall. Um, you know, what did you think about the overall performance of the bullpen? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely inconsistent. It was um, it was far better than last year, though. That's probably that wasn't um, uh, that's kind of easy to do considering all their one run losses last year. But um, right. I think there was there was more stability this year. I mean, you had a couple. Um, veterans and Ryan Mastin and John Axford and those are guys um, that should be back next year I wouldn't be surprised if maybe one of those maybe Axford gets traded in the offseason um, but I mean Ryan Mastin signed a three-year deal so he's around um, Sean Doolittle um, you know goes into offseason healthy um, and he'll be around and then um, we saw the emergence of Ryan Dole I mean kind of forget the way his season started um, setting that record for most inherited runners stranded. I mean, he was just so, so good for them and, and had, 
you know, his little stumbles along the way, but I think it was just because he was so overworked. Um, and I think, you know, managing his innings toward the end of the season really helped him. Um, so they have a lot of good pieces in there, Liam Hendricks too, um, and a lot of guys that kind of stepped up toward the end, whether it was Daniel Coulomb, um, Zach Neal, um, Chris Smith. They, they have um, a strong base there, which I think with a bullpen, you know, that's all you can kind of ask for. And then you, you just hope to build around those key guys. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Jane, for sticking it out all year, and uh, we will catch up with you later. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.